Hello and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. We are an online community of Christian women in business and we are aligning our businesses with God. I'm your host, Sarah Jane Neeson, and I wanted to create a platform where women can come to be inspired, to learn from women who have been there and done that, and know what it's really like to run a business as a Christian and what it means to them. I would love for you to join us as we get into the meat of the word share the love of God, and grow our businesses like never before. For more information about becoming a member, visit our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Looking forward to sharing these podcasts with you and helping you to grow as a leader and a business owner like never before. G'day, g'day. It's Ashte here. I hope you are well. I think we're all set up. I've done this live in our community, but I've not done it live on a Facebook page. So I just want to check that it's working, which it is, which is great. You, welcome. How is everyone? I hope that you are all well. Um, now, I don't know if I'm going to be able to see comments, so let's just see how this goes. Um, okay. So today I want to talk to you about how to save yourself from feeling overwhelmed and overloaded. Um, a couple of members have put in the community to ask ask if there's times when um, we feel totally overwhelmed um, and and kind of overloaded and that kind of suffocating feeling that you get when you've got quite a lot on your plate um, it, that just comes with running a business and you know it is it can sometimes feel like a constant battle of getting stuff done and different people are kind of pulling you different ways different customers asking you different questions and then just there's just managing our emotions as women as well uh which you know put your emotions in the mix and it can be like the worst day ever (laughs) um and so I wanted to come on and kind of chat to you about that today because maybe you're feeling overwhelmed and overloaded too and I sometimes wonder and hear me from the right heart here, I wonder if sometimes we try to be too much like the Proverbs 31 woman, okay? Like this ridiculously high expectation on ourselves to have everything perfect, to get back to everybody all the time and um, never giving ourselves kind of just space to breathe. She's almost like this magical woman, the Proverbs 31 woman. Yes, she's noble and great and all that. But I just kind of think um, sometimes we just put too much on ourselves, basically. And it's our responsibility. Uh, We had a really popular quote go around the other day, or the other month now, about um, take responsibility for your own actions and for your own life. And that's 
the same when we feel overwhelmed as well, is we need to take responsibility for that and think, okay, yes, I'm feeling overwhelmed, but it's only up to me to stop that overwhelm from happening um, and to take control of the situation, if you like. So we have a Simply Focused workshop in our academy that uh, members who are becoming rich members can get their hands on. And that's basically a course to take you from feeling overwhelmed to, you know, focusing uh, where you're going in your business and to kind of take that control back. Um, And so today I wanted to share with you a few things from that um, to help your life feel a little less stressed and a little less overwhelming. Um, Now, I don't have kids, okay, so I I have myself and my husband. I don't have kids, uh, but I believe that even if you do have kids, and maybe that's an extra element, but if you do have kids or if you don't have kids, these points of basically and personally what I use to stop myself from feeling overwhelmed because there was a time where I did feel ridiculously overwhelmed and my life has got more busy if you like or I have more responsibilities now but I am constantly trying to keep intact of where I'm feeling emotionally and and just keep an eye on that and so these are some of the things that I do to make sure that I don't reach that overwhelmed everything's gonna fall apart I hate my life kind of season (laughs) so number one is I constantly prune and in every area of my life uh, be it business or be it my personal life so I prune um, our marketing so if there's marketing that doesn't work I don't do it if there's a surface that's not serving us well financially and um I guess in a love language as well, then I prune that. Um, I basically just focus on the mission that God's given me, make sure I'm doing that the very best that I can, and I prune away the rest. So um, my husband, blessing me, often asks that you just have all these ideas that are constantly going through your head all the time. And when I started out in business, yes, I did. But what I found was having all these ideas all the time takes your focus away from your one mission that you have or that you want to stay focused on. So I kind of, I still like to be creative and think of ideas, but I think of ideas that can improve what we already have over trying to start something new every other week. Um, And so it's about containing those ideas. Some just write them down and put them on the shelf and you might pick them up again, you might not. But just go through your life and your business, prune, declutter, um, get rid of stuff um, that I hate to say it, that doesn't bring you joy Um, and just make sure that what you're doing in your business is serving you the best possible way and it is what God has asked you to do. Sometimes we get sidetracked. Our main mission in CWIB is to um, encourage women. That's it. It's something so simple. And so um, we have our three values, which are encourage, strengthen, and unite. And so basically, um, if an idea doesn't fit into one of those three things, then I don't do it, which is another point, which is just saying no, uh, which is part of the pruning process. So if it's not encouraging, if it's not strengthening women through the word of God, and if it's not helping them to unite together, 
then I say no to it, whatever it is. It might be an opportunity somewhere. Um, if I don't feel like the opportunity fits in with our values and my values, I say no to it. And I quite confidently say no to things now. And you don't have to do it in a mean way. It can just be, sorry, that's not the right time for me right now. I wish you all the best. Or sorry, I can't take that work on right now, but here's someone who might be able to help you. Um, and I do that within the Automation Girl. I do it within CWIB and just my whole life as a whole. And I found it really useful. So constantly prune. Number two is um, I have unsubscribed from everything, <laughs> literally. Um, and, and my inbox is actually empty. And I thought that I would share that with you today so you knew that I, I wasn't lying. But I've basically unsubscribed myself from everything in life. And the only people that I get emails from now are, um, let me just share this. So there you go. You can see it. No new emails. Everything is has folders. Uh, if I don't need it, I archive it. And there's a beautiful thing somewhere down here. Oops. That says all mail. So if something does come amiss and I need to find it, I can just find it in there. Otherwise, my inbox is free and it is glorious. How good is that? So I've, I, I've unsubscribed from a lot of things, from nearly everything. And basically, the only emails I get are from um, team members, uh, bills that we need to pay, um, or stuff that's to do with... Um, customer service if they happen to come to my email otherwise I get Karina to sort and so Karina's kind of uh, admin girl she deals with all of the um, customer inquiries unless they come to me and usually if they do come to me I might see to them or I might pass them straight on to her so my inbox doesn't feel like a burden on me either and sometimes you know in one day I can receive a lot of emails but I'm really strict with what I reply to and what I don't reply to. And I'm really strict with getting rid of anything that's um, of no good. And also there's an awesome button that says uh, that you can enable in Gmail that says send an archive. So as soon as I've replied to someone, I can send an archive, which means it takes it straight out of my inbox. Gmail also have um, an option now where you can snooze emails so say you don't want to deal with an email now you want to deal with it later I snooze it until that time that I want to deal with it um, and I've also heard that there's a feature coming and I'm not sure if it's here yet where you can actually schedule in um, I don't think it's here quite yet you can schedule when you send the emails which is going to be really really cool so that was point number two unsubscribe from anything and if I do have something that I want to read I have a read later folder in my inbox that let's just say uh I don't know I get something uh fair trade uh send things for landlords and that's really important but sometimes I don't want to read it straight away so I pop that into the read later folder and then when I have time I'll go through it and read it um and then it gets filed straight away once I've read it to the investment folder. So it's kind of like having systems for everything. 
Um, and then number three is I protect my time um, and nothing just about is instant. So not even coffee. That's mainly because I don't drink coffee. But no, business messages come through on Messenger. I've taken Messenger off my phone. So there's nothing instant coming through on Messenger all the time, which is just delightful. I found that, or I felt, well, I mean, people were messaging me every hour of the day, weekend, willy-nilly, it didn't matter. And that was really intrusive on my time and into my family. And so I've just made it really um, known within our community uh, that if you send me a message on Messenger, I won't reply. That's it. If you want to get hold of me, send me an email. But it's not fair for people to intrude. Like, would you send your doctor a message on Messenger because something's wrong with you? No, you respect them. And so I respect my time like a doctor would respect his time. Um, so I've taken off Messenger. I take off all notifications off everything. So off of uh, my Mac, off of uh, my phone and my iPad, nothing sends me a bling about anything. The only things I receive are phone calls and SMSs on my phone. That's because I know that people who um, are friends family have my mobile number and I even have my mobile on silent so it doesn't interrupt me if my phone calls I'll call the person back in my own time so everything I do I protect my time because I believe well for me that's my most important thing is my time um so I yeah I value it and I protect it and I encourage you to protect yours too and then number four is um I have a solid routine and I always work out what I need to do for the next day, uh, the evening before or like the afternoon before, depending on when I finish work. So I always know what my day is going to look like and how it's going to end as much as you can do. So an example of my routine is, and I know a lot of people have asked me yesterday, what, what's your routine? And this is just what works for me, right? What I do is works for me, works for who I am. You might find a different routine works better for you. You might find that you work um, better at different hours of the day than I do, but this is what works for me. And I think no matter who you are, writing out how your day is going to look the, the day after today um, is so, so important. And it takes it out of your head and puts it on paper so you're not feeling overwhelmed trying to think, I've got to remember all this stuff. I just have a simple notepad. Um, this is actually one of Meg's notepads that she uh, blessed me with and it's a really awesome notepad um, and I just write make sure everything's written out on it as I think of things as I'm making dinner I just come and write on my notepad and then I forget about it so my routine is early morning walk um, I don't go to the gym as much as I used to anymore because I found that was quite stressful on my body and I didn't want any more stress so I've chosen to go for exercises that don't make my body swell feel super sore and put extra stress on it. That's me managing my stress level. So I've said no to the gym for a bit, but I'm doing exercises that are not stressful. So getting out in nature and walking, you don't need much mental capacity and I guess drive to go out for a walk. So even on my most tiredest days, I, I can still manage to go for a walk over a run. It allows me to get into the fresh air. I look at the trees, I look at nature, and all those are really great endorphins for the body. Um, and I've just found that that really works for me in this season. Uh, and then I do it first, so the exercise is kind of out of the way. 
Um, I find that when I work at home, if I don't do my exercise first, it kind of doesn't happen. Um, and then the next thing I do is I come in and have my God time. So it might be intense God time where, um, you know, I'm really studying the word of the word, basically. It might be that I read a book, that I pray, but just some kind of God time. And it just helps me personally get my head in the right zone. And then I move on to my most important non-urgent thing. So that's the one thing that's really important that I've decided to work on that week. For example, last week, my one most important thing was making sure all of our meet emails were okay um, and all the automations were working fine and if there was anything I needed to change. So that was really important for me because I just wanted to make sure that mistakes weren't happening and it's going to help me keep building the more I keep adding into our email marketing the more it's going to build and do stuff for me and communicate basically with people uh, and build relationships that's really important for us so it's really important it might not be urgent but it's super important so I worked on that and then after that um, I might have appointments So I only pick appointments on certain days. So it's Tuesdays for me. So if people want to have an appointment with me, Tuesday's the day. So then I have all the other days to um, manage well, like they're not being interrupted by appointments. I try and eat my lunch away from my desk. So I stop, take a break, have my lunch away from the desk and then come back and work. Um, And then in the afternoon, I might do... um, client tasks for the automation girl I might have mentoring sessions I might need to plan things out so my afternoon's kind of like a bitsy bob day if you like bitsy bob time um depending on what the week's looking like and then before I finish grab my notepad and pen this is a messy one as an example so I take what I haven't done in that day pop it on the notepad work out what's the most important things Um, and then they're out of my head, ready for the day or ready for me to switch off. And I try and be finished by 4 p.m. That's generally a good time for me to finish, but it might be different for you. Okay, number five, Um, I try and keep my workspace as tidy as I can most of the time. Um, Everything's got its place. There's a place for everything and everything's in its place most of the time. Today's a little bit different because I recorded our six-week one of our six-week Bible study challenge videos. So we've got my Bibles on here and my notes. But most of the time, I just keep things tidy. Everything's away so I don't feel stressed and there's no clutter around me. Uh, Number six, I give myself permission to let go. (laughs) Yep. I literally, I tell myself to just let it go. I surrender the stress and the burdens and the overwhelm to God. I don't welcome them. And I often tell myself that this is his business. So CWIB is his business. It's his stress to have, not mine. And I let myself go of any expectations that are really ridiculous. Um, It might be, you know, not getting back to everyone all the time to stop people pleasing, which is my big thing for this year. Um, And just to trust God with it. It's okay that I don't have to have all my stuff together. That's okay. It's okay for you to not have all your stuff together. So give yourself permission, just let it go. You'll just feel so much lighter. I feel so much lighter from just telling you to let it go. Ah, so good. 
And number seven, so I've got two more left. Number seven is have an awesome team that helped me. So build an awesome team that help you. And often people say, oh, you know, I don't have enough money for a team. But try and think out of the box with how you can have a team. Get them to do the task that you despise of the most um, and make a system for it and give it to your team. Like you will feel 110% better for doing it. And then once you've given it to them, train them and then trust them um, and, and empower them. And I guess building a team is a completely different podcast in itself. But having a team has not been a stress for me. It's been an absolute blessing. And I love each and every one of them. And I couldn't do what we do without them. They are awesome. And if it wasn't for them, like CWIB wouldn't exist. Yeah, I had to say yes and organize stuff and all that. But Without your team, life's really hard. And just a few ideas of what you can offload is social media, bookkeeping, uh, even setting up your automations. Uh, What else? Gosh, managing customer inquiries, um, helping you load stuff, finding interviews for your podcasts. Like there's just so much you can outsource that you don't have to do. And then finally is number eight, and that's be the person creating the content, not consuming it. I find that this is a really big one for myself um, and it's really helped me to get in the right mindset of making sure that when I'm on Facebook or, I mean, I don't do our Facebook or Instagram posts much anymore, but Make sure you are the person creating stuff for your business, not consuming someone else's business. Does that make sense? So you are creating more value and serving your clients over feeling overwhelmed by looking at what other people are doing. Basically keeping your eye on your own garden, water in your own grass. I don't know how else to put it, but be the person creating stuff for your business, not feeling overwhelmed because you're comparing yourself to someone else's. Be the person creating the content, not the consumer, and it will serve your business well. So those are eight points to, I hope I haven't overwhelmed you with them, but to um, that really do help me feel not overwhelmed and have allowed me to feel free and um, I guess that I can be, I get Mary and Martha mixed around but it basically the one that sits with Jesus and just wants to have time with him I've set up my life so I can do that yes there are busy seasons there are seasons where I literally don't have time to go and eat an apple um but that's when I rely on even more on my team to get me through and I just want to encourage you that when you're feeling like this you really are doing a great job in your business God knows what you're doing he loves you to the end and the earth and back he admires you he knows he's giving you this mission but trust him with the assignment as well do your business with joy and not with bitterness and you just you are doing a great job so don't give up I hope those tips will help you you've got some things that and plenty of ideas that you can implement in your own business and in even in your own life to stop you from feeling overwhelmed in general And um, yeah, I hope they help. 
I'm SJ, founder of Christian Women in Business. It's so great to serve you today and I'll see you next time. Bye. Sarah Jane here. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'd love it if you could please share this podcast with your friends. Please rate our podcast on iTunes. And for more information about becoming a member of Christian Women in Business, head over to our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Catch you next time.